I'm Silas. I'm Rachel. And I'm Elijah. And we are two brothers and a non-related girl brother with a specific shared sense of humor. In this podcast, we've added to do three things in each episode. Provide a list where we subjectively rank and decide a topic. Give a tale of either tragedy or hilarity from one of our various workplaces. And finally, commence an in-depth investigation of a meme we deem as culturally pleasing. We're so thankful that you decide to laugh along with our unscripted hysteria. With that being said, this is Two Hams and a Bird. All right. Um, Christmas episode of the podcast. You guys can talk. (laughs) Hey, what's going on? Merkuma. Merry Chrysler. Rachel's Rachel's putting on makeup. Um, Look, don't judge. No, we're not judging. I just have to get ready because I'm going out after this. Ooh, she's got plans. (laughs) Nice. Monday night. What is that like? (laughs) Friends? Yes, with my two brothers. My two brothers are their friends. I would love to hang out with you. That's a good time. Yeah. Rachel, I'm sorry to say, but your team is out of playoff contention. Panthers. I don't even care. You're, you're a Panthers fan? <laughs> low. It's low even for but you. I don't consider myself an anything fan. Um, okay. When it comes, okay, yeah. NC State. I'll go NC State. NC State. I mean, I'm a fan of. I'm a Jesus. I don't really. Fan, I'll be honest. I, okay. <laughs> I meant sports. I'm a fan I'm of a you follower. guys and this podcast. <laughs> okay. I was hoping you were too. <laughs> Subscribe. <Okay>. Subscribe. <laughs> Subscribe. Calm down. Allison is official <laughs> microphone over here. <laughs> It's because my other one. It looks like that thing on episode six of Star Wars that comes out. It's like. It's a little droid. All right. Uh, so we have, for those who don't know, we have Zach. Uh, Zach is the former me at my position at Brandywine Valley Baptist Church. Uh, I get compared to him all the time. Uh, I don't. It's it's kind of great, I guess. I don't know. It's fun because you're like, oh, well, this is what Zach would do. It's, I'm like, it's a very easy standard to me. Well, it, so. Not even like that. It's always like people are like, well, this is what Zach would do, and I'm like, well, this is what I'm gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm glad he did that, but <laughs> dude, you're uh, fortunate. I set the bar so low. You basically just have to be like moderately okay, and they'll love you. It's all right. I'm good. All right, so Silas has our meme, Rachel's got a work story, then Zach and I have collabed on our list, our top number list, and we'll, we'll, we'll reveal that here in a minute. So, Silas, why don't you take away your, your meme? Oh, so good. Um, the inspiration behind this meme, I think Elijah is going to understand it the most, I'm going to be honest, because um, that's with brothers, um, so I'm sorry to the rest of you guys. Sorry. But I am a basically, brother. I am a brother. Yeah, Rachel's a girl brother. So, so. well, she's non-related, and it has to do with interme- intermediate. And basically, it says, "Brother, my teacher remembers you." Me. Well, what did she say, brother? You're still her worst student. This is me, and it shows a picture of Thor holding his hammer that he got back, and he says, "I'm still worthy." <laughs> 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 I thought I was good. <laughs> um. So. Give is there an example? Do you have an example of that? Yes, <laughs> in school from our teachers. Um. Well, see, 
we have two other siblings. And so it was kind of interesting because our school was so small that basically it depended on what teacher would, I would talk to about what siblings. Sometimes they would know our sister, but they wouldn't know the other two, vice versa. It was always kind of hit or miss. And, but sometimes they'd be like, oh yeah, you're, you're Caleb's, you're Caleb's uh, younger brother. I was like, yeah. And like, oh, you're going to be a hard worker. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm Elijah's little brother too. And they're like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, did you not know they were related? They're like, no, they were, I don't know. And I was like, no. <laughs> or I'd be like, oh, your sister, your Hannah's sister. Mm, okay. No. Hannah, like, oh, are you your Hannah's sister? That's me. <laughs> Interesting. 2019, man. It's 2019. Non-related guy sister. Did you guys experience I, that, Zach or Rachel? Did you experience being compared to your siblings? In well, obviously, I couldn't possibly, according to Silas, understand this as quite as well as you two can, because I only have two other siblings. Yes, screw you, Rachel. But I experienced it, experienced this, believe it or not. Sure. Being in I a sort it. of, so, <laughs> although I was always the less desirable sibling of the three. Oh. Okay. Because I think this often is well, I had a lot of medical issues. Oh, and so mm. I would pass out during class. Mm. Oh my god! And teachers would like this one teacher thought who had both of my siblings thought I was faking it the whole time. Shoot! And so she did not like me. I was also left top ten. I was in the top fifteen, and that obviously made a dent mm. in my reputation. <laughs> all right yeah Jack, i've definitely you? experienced that too yeah um so i have three brothers one older two younger and i have a very clear memory of when this sort of thing happened to me i was a freshman and my brother ryan had graduated the year before so he had been through this same high school and he played baseball and he was a horrible person to the baseball <laughs> coach like they these coaches hated him like he gave was them it some mark grief. was mark his baseball coach it wasn't mark it was okay. um it was like somebody else okay. but i was a freshman standing in line for the first day of baseball tryouts and the coach is going through the names i guess to like check roll and he gets to my name he's like hayes and before i can respond he says oh crap <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was probably not making this team, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I have definitely been judged yeah. by a sibling before. Not well. Almost always not well. <laughs> well, and it's, it's, what's interesting about our, me and Silas' high school is that the teachers that didn't know we were related was actually very few because, like, our math teacher, yes. well, she also taught our mom. <laughs> and her husband oh, her husband God. good old g-dog he taught our mom and our principal was our mom's principal yeah. so, like, how old was the faculty at your school dude? <laughs> they were, i think, I think the mean age is like 55 i think the mean age is 55 and then but then our grandfather was the the pat the pastor for the Baptist church there, so everyone knew who he was oh too. Gosh, it was like yeah. this weird community, like oh my god, the expectation. And our, our and our grandmother, our mother, our mother's mother, was a first That's grade a teacher there. So like, <laughs> everyone knew each other. 
But see, I didn't get the older sibling comparison. I didn't get it because I was in school with my siblings. Mm-hmm. So we were all there at usually the that same time. Yeah. When I was in math class one time, this, our, our math teacher, she came up and said, oh, look what I found. And she dropped a folder on my desk, and it was our mom's. She still had it in her classroom from like 30 years ago. <laughs> she graduated like, when is the last time you've cleaned your room? Uh, oh, my God. Graduated high school. Clearly not recently enough. <laughs> she wrote she hand wrote every single test she hand wrote every yes. single one. Oh yeah she never used the same test twice oh wow that uh, yeah she was incredible were never it makes it so hard to cheat and, and her that's answers were never answer. like whole numbers she's like uh-huh. i love fractions and we're like like when you had to factor something every decision you made <laughs> when you had to factor it never worked you always had to use the quadratic formula <laughs> it was like, no. oh i hated that dude i haven't heard the phrase quadratic formula in a while thank that's you a blessing. for that, for that yeah. trip down memory lane yeah. that's awesome <laughs> triggering everyone right now so. <laughs> yeah good thing we learned that in high school so we can use it every day am i right yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Hey, you never know when you're going to need it for your future podcast. You never know when a quadratic formula is going to hit you on the street. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Exactly. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Rachel, I'm moving right along, segueing from quadratic formula to Rachel's work story. Let's, uh, you know, let's hear it. And what job is this from, Rachel, that you were speaking of? This is from the full-time nannying job I did last year. Oh, boy. But So I quit in January because it sucked. Um, <laughs> the, the, so <laughs> much that off- you had to change the pronunciation of the U. <laughs> the <laughs> the regular off- word sucked isn't uh, powerful <laughs> enough. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to say anything more anything bad about it i just it was just awful and i quit in january but i worked there today and so i keep finding myself back there for some reason Mm. and so the reason i had to take a shower before this podcast is because she had pee on her hand and then like ran her fingers through my hair and so that was the reason for the shower Mm. thank you for everyone for letting me push this podcast 10 minutes back. It's not like um, it's a live recording. It doesn't affect the audience. <laughs> no, I mean, but, but y'all, I was trying oh, to... Us. <laughs> hey, I was listeners, like, are there people listening when this right comes now? out tomorrow at the normal time, thanks for the... <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, okay, I, I titled okay, so, this. I don't know why. It's the poop story. Yes. I love it already. It already sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. So you know how, like, in the intro, Silas says that we'll share a story of either tragedy or hilarity. Yes, mm-hmm. I do. Yes, this is this is tragedy, mm-hmm. as all my stories are from this from if, this workplace. If we laugh, should I feel bad? No. Okay. Cool. Um. So she's two year old, and she just learned how she just got potty trained, and so this is a like a month ago or something when she was like still learning the ropes. And so she wasn't quite there and she kept like peeing her pants and like all that stuff. And so we were in the kitchen and she was sitting and eating and she got down and then she just started screaming. Like it was like, you would have thought somebody was murdering, murdering her family. Like it was like, 
as if all the screams from hell had risen through this child. How many hell screams have you heard? Like it was ridiculous. And that's so a lot of screams. <laughs> Where? But that's the first one though. I know it. I just know it. Um so she she's not using her words and so I'm like AC like I can't I can't do anything for you if you do not use your words. I don't know what's wrong. You you have to tell me what's wrong. Mm. And she was like I'm not going to scream because that would be like yeah, please bad don't. for the podcast. We're all wearing um, earbuds too, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she like she screamed. She was like I have to poop. And I was like okay so i picked her up and like like zoomed her into the bathroom i pulled down her pants and like slow motion i watched this huge thing just plop down onto the floor i mean it was big like, no wonder she was screaming. Like, that must have hurt coming out of her tiny body. <laughs> We're going to get dropped by Apple Podcasts so fast. We're going to have, this is going to go, this is going to go from clean to explicit real quick. Yeah, it's not, you're have to it's change not the though. rating on this thing, man. It's not, though. It's just, it's, it's just, it's just show. poop. We're just talking poop. Okay. Um, <laughs> and so she sits down, she sits down. And she doesn't poop anymore. And so I'm like, okay. All the while, she's still screaming. She has not, she has never stopped screaming. Okay. Okay. Since I got her down from eating. And um, so I I set her like like five feet from where the poop had dropped. Okay. She's still screaming. Okay. And just looks at the poop on the floor. She looks at it like it's like a fallen comrade or something like, and she's screaming, clean it up, <laughs> clean it up. What she was like, this saving private <laughs> she was like, I, Remember I can't this. look at it. I can't look at it. You have to clean it up. And I'm like, what? So never leaves to, a man behind. <laughs> I'm trying to pull up her pants and she's still screaming in my ear. And like, and so I'm, it gets on my hand. And so I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying to like scoop it up and like get wet wipes on the floor and she's screaming. And then I did the last swipe of like a clean and it, her screaming turned off like that. And then wow. she just, she just skipped out. <laughs> wow. Oh, I was trying to think as you're telling that story, I was trying to think in how that would apply to modern day. Um, it's it's kind of like in the office when Kevin's like, I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I that's what I thought of. So maybe maybe that could happen in the future. You never know. I mean, yeah, with an adult. if someone if someone screams <laughs> like that, almost said something that I don't want to say. <laughs> if someone screams like that, I'm going to motion them to the bathroom. Okay. Mm, yeah. no, I almost don't, said don't guide them. <laughs> don't guide them. I almost yeah, no, said something else. Point. <laughs> no more escorting. <laughs> okay, never mind. Can I ask what made you <laughs> like, yeah, what? using the word fellow comrade when <laughs> describing the pieces? <laughs> I don't know. She looked heartbroken. Uh. <laughs> 
<laughs> she, looked, she looked so sad. It's part of her. That's a piece and of she her. She was Go pointing on. at it. She was like, she was like, you have to get it. You have to get it. I feel like this is a like you're still laying awake at night, like wondering what happened because I feel like this is. Gonna I'm wondering what I did wrong. I feel like, like you're. What having, did I do I wrong? I feel like this is saving right. Private Ryan, and you have PTSD. I think I would probably have PTSD from that. That's yeah. I, I have PTSD from hearing the story. That's true. <laughs> I <know. laughs> Can I just apologize to the the three viewers we have? Uh, <laughs> All three if you're viewers. still listening to our, to, our, to, our, to our subscriber mom, uh, <laughs> we're sorry. You asked me for a story. You asked me for no, a story. It's, 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 it's good. The story was good. It was good. Also, mom doesn't know how to click the subscribe button. I think it was just not even <laughs> close to what we were expecting. Yeah, yeah. No, it was did I awesome. not tell you? I feel like I've told like you this story before, story. Elijah. Awesome. I think you did, but I think I blocked it out or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I think you did. But you did not use the words fallen comrade last time you told me. <laughs> did I not? Yeah. That was my first re- like that was my first thought when she <laughs> when she was sitting there crying her eyes out just oh my gosh. gazing. Well, maybe add this- an extra dimension to the story. Yeah, I think it's a layer that's important. It really is a layer. The depth. <laughs> it's a layer. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> definitely, 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 a good story for our Christmas episode. <laughs> Merry, Merry Christmas, everybody! Merry Christmas! I didn't even, I didn't even think of it. Moral of the story, story. Is, <laughs> I didn't think of a Christmas movie. So you're fine. Assume that poop, people's poop is a is a fallen comrade. Merry Christmas! You should have seen her. Devastated. You I should, think I'm okay with. You could that. have seen the devastation think, in her eyes. I think. I think my my mental images will suffice. <laughs> oh, that's so gross. That's so funny. Well, thank you, uh, Rachel. Rachel. Yeah, you, you're welcome. Do you need some time to just like be brief? I went through that to... just so I could tell the we tell it on the podcast. We thank you for your service. You're welcome. <laughs> I was the comrade that yeah. survived and Earn was it. able to tell the tale. Earn it. Yeah. Very nice. Well, we're moving. We're moving quickly here. Um, so. Start speaking slowly. Yeah. So, <laughs> I can just add, slow it down in editing too. So it's fine. That's um, fine. Who needs I can just make us all sound better. So, um, but I just want to talk about this is totally random really quick before we transition. Roller coaster tycoon. Into Yes. 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 He gets it. Wait, Underappreciated. Why did you, you not forgotten game tycoon? Why'd you bring that up? Honestly, I started playing it yesterday. It's really funny. <laughs> 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 I, just, I, was, I just wanted to say I mean, like, really quick, I just wanted to talk about the fact that I went to my first Philadelphia Eagles game a week ago and I know no oh, one else cares so fun. Mm. but it was incredible mm, I care thank I'm you I'm jealous thank you Silas I care. You. but I'm, jealous, um, I'm yeah. happy for you but I'm also Not a fan of anybody indifferent yeah, to mm. Okay, Rachel, then let's put it this way. What is something that you No, I really like I'm very like I'm very I was very excited when you told me Oh yeah, I was very excited that you were like you were going when you told me right. on the phone. Right. 
I'm just saying I I don't like sports aren't like <laughs> right. All of them. Um, well, if, to, to, I would never take my child to an Eagles game. So um, let's Why? just the the fa- fans are brutal. Eagles fans yeah. are brutal. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they're loyal, like, but they are brutal. They're very loyal. Um, I, me, me. That's why they're brutal. The me, just actors. me, just yelling. Me, just yelling. Like, let's go, boys. Get it in to the end zone, please. Like me yelling that was very mellow, and I was screaming that out of the top of my lungs. That was very mellow compared to what was coming <laughs> out of other people's <laughs> mouths around me. Incredible. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. yeah. Um, let's put it this way. They have a recording well, sports in general is like that. Yeah. Well, they have this recording and they're like, please refrain from using foul language. <laughs> and the first thing everyone does is start cursing. That's the first thing they do. It's like despite they're like, ah, you, how dare you place this restraint upon me? <laughs> uh, oh, dang it. Um, all right. So, yeah. uh, Zach, we have a top number list. Uh, so a little bit of a context again. So this, this, and so this list is related to Christmas. So um, hmm. we we held up our hint, but <laughs> we're the only ones. <laughs> um, <laughs> just kidding, kidding. I love poop stories in school. School memes. It's poop great. stories are always good. Um, <sighs> but um, so just a little context. Silas and I, our whole family really loves a very specific Christmas movie that most people don't like, especially Rotten Tomatoes, because it only has 5%. Oh, that's so true. <laughs> but then I discovered, and this is when I knew Zach and I were going to be good friends, was when he quoted this movie. And I was like, wait, no wait a second. <laughs> So Zach, reveal that movie to the world. Dude, it's the greatest Christmas movie ever made. It's like no question. Christmas with the cranks. It's starring the one and only Tim Allen. Zach, welcome to the family. Uh, Exactly. (laughs) Thank you. He's a brother. Right, Rachel. What is your non-related guy break? Hmm. What is your opinion on Christmas with the cranks? More of a fact, I think, is that I haven't seen it. Oh my god! <laughs> not an opinion, but a fact. It's not an opinion. <laughs> it's measurable. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> can't measure it. <laughs> it's a callback to the last episode. For those who don't know. <laughs> okay. Um. Well, I've already watched this movie twice this season. <laughs> I, I gotta wait Jealous. till I go home to watch it with yeah, Silas. I'm waiting on Elijah to get home. So. <laughs> um, Christmas with the cranks. It's okay. It's I'm okay. Gonna to go home. You gotta get home. Um, <laughs> it is so, already December. So for so for our top list, we have the top eight Vic Frohmeyer quotes. <laughs> and if you wonder why it's the top I love, eight, I love how you came up with this number. If you wonder why it's eight, <laughs> Silas, I'm sure you know. He knows, he knows. Tell the world why it's eight. <laughs> Do you want me to tell? Yes, because you don't need to... Uh, you didn't know what this list was, but you still know because of our uh, weird so mind waves. If you've seen um, American classic film Christmas with the Cranks, you'll know that at one point, Vic Frohmeyer doesn't feel that certain details are being said loud enough to the crowd, so he has to repeat them. But in a more kind of... 
broken up um, fashion. So when, for instance, when they're talking about uh, food, the only food they have to make is smoked trout. He just loudly to the crowd always says a smoked trout. And then when they say it's going to be, uh, she's landing at eight. Talking about their daughter, Vic does not feel the need to share any of the details about that. All he simply says to the crowd is eight. Very loud. <laughs> no context that it's an airplane landing at eight. <laughs> no one else knows this, but eight. So, so this is the so top eight. eight. Big from our Big from our quotes. Uh, Zach, you Beautiful take break. number one. All right. The number one. Vic Frommeyer quote. These aren't any particular order. We just put the first one on the list. The first one that we have. This, yeah. yeah. First mm. one, chronologically, is uh, wind it tight, Spike. <laughs> 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 this is from a scene when uh, Vic is speaking with our titular character, Luther Crank, about what his family is doing to set up Christmas decorations. And it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes. So after, and then immediately following wind it tight spike, he looks over at his wife and says, this is number two. Looks good, mama. <laughs> looks good, mama. <laughs> looks good, mama. <laughs> so, good. so, uh, so again, don't need another background, same scene, but felt it was worthy yeah. enough to be two quotes. Yeah. All right, Zach, number three. So the third one is a easily missed quote. It's when, uh, so the whole, throughout the course of the film, the cranks are these two neighbors that live in this community that are choosing not to celebrate Christmas this year. And they're going on a cruise instead. And the neighborhood flips out at them, like, cause they are a festive neighborhood and everybody participates. And for the first time they have this really festive family that's not participating. And, uh, towards the shift of the film, when, the cranks decide to actually celebrate Christmas because their daughter Blair is coming home at eight. Uh, <laughs> Vic Frommeyer <laughs> is spying on the cranks with binoculars looking through the window. And he's like, I see Frosty. Because <laughs> Luther is setting up Frosty after this whole month of like refusing to. And it's just, like, it's so funny. <laughs> it's just like, I see Frosty. So... All right. That one. Uh, oh. Real quick, we according to my my clock, we have nine, nine nine minutes left, so we got we got to play okay. through. Okay. Uh, number four is as Luther is setting up Frosty from the ground. Uh, Vic, also played by Dan Aykroyd, for those who don't know, um, Vic from the ground looks Ooh, up, yeah. and as Luther starts to tilt, he thinks that verbally he can help him by saying, "Watch your balance." <laughs> Watch your balance. <laughs> <laughs> That's the context of that one. <laughs> Zach number five. I think that I think the ultimate tragedy of this right now is that if you haven't seen the movie, There's, none of this is funny to you. Which is fine. Which I'm is, already, this is, really is, this is, this I'm already getting a feel. Anyways. I'm getting a feel for how they might respond. I'd just like to give a shout out to our viewers. This is quite possibly the most disinterested I have seen Rachel in a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm reading. I'm reading the synopsis of the movie. <laughs> she is related to us. Oh my gosh! I'm trying so hard. <laughs> it's on Netflix. It is on Netflix. 
Uh, is it? Blues. Okay. It is. It is. All right, then I'll watch it. <laughs> and it's not I'll very sure long. Assignment by no. next episode. <laughs> so the next quote we have so from Vic Fromeyer is actually just eight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's got to make the list. If that's the, the title of our list, it's got to make it. It's got to make it. It's got to make it. It's not just an honorable mention. Um, yeah, great quote. And then, like so it. moving on to number six, uh, this is kind of right. So after, so the cranks have decided to skip Christmas and then they, their, their daughter's coming back. So they need to figure <clears> it out. And Vic Frohmeyer asks the neighborhood, the community to help them get everything together to throw a Christmas Eve party. So that's kind of the context of this one. And, uh, and one of the neighbors asked, why should we help him? Why should we help Luther? Because he's just been a jerk. I mean, he's just been a jerk all Christmas season so far. And then um, Vic stands up and gives a mighty decree. Um, just, just, absolutely, just absolutely endearing and absolutely influential. Says, the people <clears throat> in the community stick together. Even if one of them has been behaving for most of the holiday season like a spoiled, selfish little baby. <laughs> So he's trying to what's what's great about this is while he's trying to to while he's trying to encourage the the neighbors he does not he does not uh fail to also call out Luther for just straight up being Oh, jerk. he poops so. all over Luther for his lack of holiday spirit the whole season. Uh, <laughs> don't use the word poop lightly, okay? <laughs> you don't use it lightly. I'm still trying to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Those are our comrades, okay? <laughs> all right. And then number seven. Uh, when the neighborhood help the, the cranks put on a show of Christmas for their daughter who – the reason she's coming home is she was in the Peace Corps and she was going to be gone for the holidays. So that's why they thought they could skip Christmas, but it turns out she's coming back early and she's bringing her fiance. So they need to act like Christmas is on as usual. And they've really angered all their neighbors, but Vic is trying to embolden them to help them. And in a, in a, in a fit of like passion, he yells out, he's like, why should the daughter? Pay for the sins of the father. It's got to be one of my favorite lines. It's so, it's so true. It's, it is true. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then um, that's so true, though. All right. And then we're going to go ahead. We're running out of time. So we're going to jump in to number eight really quick. Um, as, they're, as they're gathering all these people and trying to get them to all do, do things to help the, the, the community and decorate the house and, and all these things set up for this party, he, for some reason, these two reoccurring police officers have just – it's like <laughs> I guess their only watch in the entire city of Chicago is this one neighborhood. I, I don't understand it, but <laughs> apparently it is, and they're just always in this neighborhood, and they're there. I guess they were also responding because the way, Luther does fall off the roof. It's important to note. I think it's important to note that one of those cops is Jake Busey. It's Gary Busey's brother. <laughs> son. His son. Oh, his son. His yes, son. Gary Busey's okay. son. Yes. Did you mess up okay. the lore? But um, <laughs> oh, so man. anyway, so real quick, Luther falls off, falls off the roof and there is an emergency response. So maybe there were the cops responding, but again, they always seem to be the cops in this neighborhood only. Um, it's like, it's their jurisdiction, I guess. It could um, just be like a local precinct. Maybe, maybe. But anyways, so uh, Lu- uh, Vic tells them that they need to go pick up Blair from the airport. And one of the cops questions him by saying, we're on duty. We're not supposed to do that. And he just gives him this knowing look and says, this is number eight. Shall I call the chief? 
Like, my question is, what kind of clout does Vic Promar have with the Chicago Police Department? How does he know the chief well enough to have that kind of influence? And they listen to him. But not okay, only does no, he they, have they the influence. Are, like, physically more, like, terrified after he says it. Not only does he have the influence, the cops know his influence. Who is this man? <laughs> He, like, squares up against these guys, and they back down immediately, and they go. Immediately. This guy knows the right people. All right, and then uh, we have, after eight, even though we have already eight quotes, we have already done eight. We have bonus, and Zach, we have three minutes, so you need to to push through it real quick. For sure. I I wanted to add this at the very end because even though Vic is hilarious and he keeps us laughing throughout the course of the movie, and it's the legendary Dan Aykroyd, at the end of the film – it's really, there's a sweet moment where Blair shows up, she brings her fiance, they, they pull it off, they have this big party and it like, like, you know, it worked, the plan worked and the community came together and worked really hard to make this happen in like a short amount of time. And then at the end, when, the, when, the, when Blair and Enrique, her fiance are coming in, Vic says, didn't Luther do a great job on the house? I actually think, it's like a tender moment because then like Vic Frohmeyer shows his like humanity side and he lets Luther get all the credit for all the work that they did. And I just think it's sweet. Yeah. It's very tender when they're, when Blair and Enrique are arriving. Right. All right. So that is our, our top eight Vic Frohmeyer quotes from from (laughs) Chris with the cranks. Uh, Rachel, what, what, uh, what do you have for us? If they're screaming, <laughs> just know there's probably poop in their pants. <laughs> and nothing Wait, says Merry question. Christmas like that. Does that mean like that. that Vic Frohmeyer has poop in his pants <laughs> when, when he's doing all that like, announcements? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it got weird. <laughs> all right. Uh, we are out of time. And this has been our Christmas episode of Two Hams and a Bird.